Welcome back to another episode of Ask the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith here with Jeff Hollingshead. Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Good, good. Hey, it's not snowing today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going for more snow this weekend. That's right. That's right. I think like five inches is what I what I read. You know, it's it's up in the air. I've heard anything from like five to eleven to I don't know. So we'll see up what to happens. Eleven? What? 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 Uh, you yeah. never know what. Will I'm getting happen. close to moving. <laughs> well, we've got a big group going to Vegas with us this week uh, or next week for World of Concrete. Um, tell us why. Tell us why you guys started going to World of Concrete. Well, mm-hmm. um, the, or how long have you guys been going? So, my dad went uh, a time or two. I think I want to say one time before I turned eighteen. I remember this. I shouldn't, but but yeah. So he went one time before I turned eighteen, and I was so aggravated because I couldn't go. Uh, but yeah, dad, dad went. Just because it, you know, just to go right, right, right. <laughs> for fun, yes. uh, uh, you know, just check it out. He's, you know, uh, we, when we grew up, we did not travel at all, you know, completely focused on the business. We had some, many of you know this, but some don't, I guess. But so we went on one family vacation my whole childhood ever. Where was that? To Disney. To Disney. Uh, for like a week. And that was the first vacation we went to. And that was like just absolutely amazing. So uh, I don't know why dad went, but he ended up going, uh, to World of Concrete and went with some of, some, quite a few of our guys he took and Rodney and, and some of the original folks. Right, and, right. and then a, a guy named James Johnson was a, a builder, uh, that, that went out there with him too. And James is a good family friend. And so a lot, lot really, uh, funny stories came out of Vegas. I, I probably shouldn't share them all yeah. on the podcast, but <laughs> yeah, some funny stories came out of Vegas. And so, that next year I turned 18, I was working in the business and I finally got to go. And uh, I went there. We had a pretty rough flight on the way there. I was like praying the whole way because I was terrified to fly then. <clears throat> and then on the way back, the flight was really bad. So I had my head down the entire time. And when we landed, Jeremy's like, man, you slept the whole time. I said, man, I wasn't sleeping. I was praying the whole time. Thank God, get me. <laughs> get me out of this plane. So uh, I've never been back to Vegas since I was 18. And and I, I promised myself I'm never going back. So there's nothing in Vegas that I liked. So I do I do love the convention. I think it's a great opportunity for, yes. for our people to meet, network, and see new things that are going on in the industry. But for Jeff... I don't. Not, you not for me. you let your dad and Ryan take over. I'll, I'll yeah. let them you handle that. You had them lead the trip. I'll yeah. let them lead. And uh, yeah, it's probably why it's a little bit more fun than when I go. But yeah, they, of course, they don't. They don't really. They don't do anything either. But sit around and drink coffee. But, yeah, and, uh, and I think they have a good time. They just laugh at everybody. And uh, there's a lot to laugh at. And they eat really good food. No, no, yeah, no question. About yes, that. no yes. question about that. So, but it's great, and I'm glad. That folks get to go. We get to take a lot of our operators and that's right. Uh, a lot of our folks. So I think there's 150 or 60 people that are going. We've got um, about 160 people that are going across the, the I guess, company wide. Yep. But. Yep. So I hope everyone enjoys themselves and stays out of trouble. That, and uh, that's right. I'll be there. I, I will make sure, I'll ensure. So we'll worry about. Uh, yeah. So we'll yes. About. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do have that reputation. No, it'll be great. The the exhibits are really cool. I, I went for the first time uh, two years ago, and just to see all the large convention of uh, 
man, it's just, it's, it's really crazy to see. It's just large. I don't know how to else to explain it. It's a lot to take in for sure. I mean, it's been, again, it was 12 years ago that I went, but it was, it's just huge. Yes. There's a lot of competitions with the, you know, the masonry side is, is, is also taking part in that. So anyway, but we look forward to that. Uh, I'll give you a report back. So I won't be here for next week's podcast. And uh, it'll be Tim and I. Tim, Tim will be joining you. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, you know, Tim is he, pretty good. He so. is going to do great. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So tell me, um, tell me what's going on in the company or anything that you'd like to to talk talk about today. Well, we are looking at some ways to to. I don't know. We're looking at some benefits and, and ways to make things a little bit better for our folks. And so I hope to announce some some really, exci- really exciting things that we're rolling out over the next week or two. I probably will send out another video for everybody to watch. And uh, that, that, you know, I think the benefit changes that we're making are, are pretty significant. And so we want to share those with folks. So we're, we're looking forward to rolling that out over the next uh, week or so. Okay. So be everyone stay tuned for that. And right now, the end of the year, you know, from last year, we it takes a lot of effort to close out 2021. So I've been um, personally, I've been really preoccupied trying to get, you know, 2021 stuff finished up. And that way we can focus on uh, uh, focus on the acquisitions and different things that we're working on. So that's been uh, where a lot of my, my personal time and attention has been. And then uh, I traveled this week and went to Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Tulsa. Okay. okay. So that was interesting. Just for you love Tulsa. You just Tulsa is, yeah. Who yeah. wouldn't want to be in, in Tulsa? Tulsa? Yeah. That's right. Uh, there's some deals out in Tulsa. So we just gave a few a look. I don't okay. Think, don't think it's going to work out. But okay. Who knows? But that's why you go out there just to have a conversation. Kick the tires. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell everyone a, a great, I, I can't tell that story. But <laughs> so me and dad and Ryan went and uh, we're tightwad. So we only bought one room. So it's oh. me and my brother, yeah, and my dad, all in one room. So uh, interesting times, interesting times. Ooh. So we made it through it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Room only cost a hundred bucks. So there you go. Everyone can imagine what that was like. <laughs> uh, we we enjoyed our time in Tulsa, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what comes up of that. Okay. All right. Something else we have coming up um, just around the corner. We have leadership conference uh, that's. Really, we're less than a month away, and we are very excited to have Joel Manby. We've already announced his name, but he will be our speaker this year. And uh, talk to us a little bit about the leadership conference, Jeff. Yeah, I, I like the you know I, I enjoy the leadership conference very much, and and just level setting with everybody and uh, getting everyone on the same page and getting ready for a really great twenty twenty two. So yeah, I mean I, I think Joel Manby will do a fantastic job speaking, uh, and then we'll we'll speak a bit and share. You know what what's important to us and and what we want to do uh, in regards to organization. And we've got a number of those breakout meetings that we're doing uh, based on uh, different division departments and mm-hmm. uh, groups within our company that will break out and talk about some of their individual goals and, and things that need to be cleaned up and fixed as we get focused uh, into into this year. We we just we have really a mountain to move uh, as it relates to things to clean up and keep getting better. Uh, and, you know, we were just talking before we started the podcast about our new office, but uh, we're really, our building that we're in right now has been an impediment to, to our growth because we, we do need to hire more people. We just don't have the space for them. 
uh, unless we open another satellite office, which we've already done that in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, which is mm-hmm. 30 minutes out of our outside of our office. I really need to do that same thing again, but it, it doesn't make sense because we're about to move into our building. So okay. we're, we're struggling a little bit right now, just, uh, you know, filling all the spots that we that we have. Uh, and it's not a struggle as to hiring people because we can hire people, but it's just having space to, to physically put these people in. And so uh, we're, we're working through those things and hopefully we'll be in our be in our new office within you know less than a month too. Uh, it's coming together really well. And so uh, we're, we're getting there, but there's just a lot of a lot of exciting things right now. A lot of new things going into this year. It's going to be a really just a big year. We've got um, over five million yards of concrete bought. Yeah, through acquisition. Okay. So, uh, uh, as long as everything kind of comes to fruition, it's going to be going to be exciting. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Okay, all right. So let's jump over here, and and we are, you know, we're we only have a few more pages left of of Jack Welch's winning book. So kind of sad day for you. Huh? It's sad, very sad. <laughs> so we're jumping into chapter eighteen. Uh, it is yeah. <laughs> it's hard hard spots. Um, you know, it does have a, it does have a, that darn boss, that darn boss. But I would also like to rename, rename this. The world has jerks. Some of them get to be bosses. I think that's a better. I think you're alluding. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) That was towards me. Uh, Most definitely not. I may have some apologizing to do (laughs) after this podcast. (laughs) No, that, that's, uh, you know, I agree. I agree. Um, I think people people are people, right? I mean, it doesn't right. you didn't you don't get knighted a, a boss that makes mm-hmm. you some special individual. I think it's just, at the end of the day, we're all people. We put our uh, we get up the same way, put our pants on the same way. You know, I think it's important to stay grounded and not get you know these big super inflated egos and stuff. And uh, it, I have seen that a lot, and I think it has. I think it in moments it can happen to, to everybody, even you know myself included, and uh, thinking that you're something that you're not. And, and at the end of the day, you know maybe it's different if we were winning the Nobel Peace Prize or something. But we're batching concrete, and whoever gets up and works the hardest is going to win. If we start thinking that we're the best and or better than everybody, that's not going to work out. And the same goes down on these the, the micro level, and that's you, being a boss. Mm-hmm. You can't think you're better than anybody that works for you. You got to be willing to do any job uh, that 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 anyone does within the group that you that you manage. So it's important to keep life in perspective and and keep, and don't let uh, don't let a title define who you are as as a person. And then you don't have to worry about being a jerk. That's exactly uh, right yeah. because we have you know we have titles in place just for uh, because sometimes we have to have them right. But that doesn't mean that that you're above anyone. Agreed. And and at the end of the day, if you don't do a good job being a boss, then you won't be a boss forever. I mean, it just won't happen. Mm-hmm. And that's something even even in owning the company, I think the same is true, right? I mean, obviously, when you own the company, you, you're not at risk of being fired, but, but the company can't succeed if you're in the way of it and you become an impediment to the growth or, or the culture of the company. So, uh I'm, I become hyper cognizant of that as we continue to grow. Uh, you know, even in my position, I, I don't want to get in the way of uh, the, the company being successful and growing and, and creating an environment where the company can be dynamic and people are engaged and and want to and want to work here. 
Uh, so, yeah, I think being uh, uh, aware of that and, and understanding our roles, understanding what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to be doing it, trying to stay humble and let humility be our God is, is important and really needs to be, if you're in leadership within our company, humility needs to be a part of, of who we are and our culture and our spirit of our company. And, uh, you know, I think that takes effort and work uh, and it doesn't happen on its own. And, you know, for me personally, it doesn't, that doesn't happen on its own. I got to work on it. You know, I, I have to work on it. I have to work on, uh, you know, putting that foot forward and being engaged with people and making it a people business. It's easy to get in the middle of what we do, you know, answering emails or, you know, we got a low break or a truck's rolled over or plants broke or we're not servicing a customer and our focus be completely on what we do and not on the people. Uh, you know, I th- we're all bad about that. I'm bad about that too, where you just, you're busy, you're not thinking to speak to somebody or walk past somebody or, or whatever. I, you know, that's just things that we got to get better at, right? Mm-hmm. Create an environment where people feel engaged and, and we care about them. And I think that's being a good, I think that's being a good boss. Mm-hmm. Right, Laura? That's exactly right. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll say this though. Now he says this in the boat, the, the boat, in the book, and I agree with it. You know, you need to ask yourself, why is your boss acting like a jerk towards you? There's some people that are a jerk to everybody. Okay. There's some people that are a jerk just to certain people. And <clears throat> he says this, generally speaking, bosses are not awful to people whom they like, respect, and need. They So think hard about your perform- performance. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly the one that your boss doesn't lie. That's right. Or you, or know, you feel like it's treated unfairly or, you know. Exactly. Then, then you need to self-reflect. Mm-hmm. You know, self-reflection is is, is a critical part. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It is so yeah. hard. You know, it, to, to self-evaluate. It is. Yeah. It, you know, for me, like it's not hard. Like I know everything that's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. I, I, that sounds terrible, but I do. <laughs> I, I I know what's wrong, but I can't fix it. That's the hard part. Like for me, it's like I know what's wrong. I want to fix it, but it's like against my nature. <laughs> uh, some of the things that I want to So, I, you know, I think for some people it is not, they cannot self-reflect. Everything they do is just the right way to do it. And I, that's pretty stupid. So we need to be able to self-reflect and then we need to be able to act on that self-reflection. I think. Yeah. Oh, think, most Laura? definitely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, there's, there's another part too. I'll make mention of type one, type two, type three, type four bosses. Yeah. And basically type one, it, good value is good performance. And two is bad values, bad performance, and then the mixture of the two. So there's some people that have, <clears throat> excuse me, good performance, but terrible values. Mm-hmm. There are some people who have great values. You really like the people, but their performance is bad. And it's hard to do both. It's hard to be a type one boss, right? Good values, good performance. Because we're people. And every people, all people have uh, these moments when they're the best version of themselves. And then these moments when they're just an okay version and moments when they're bad. So we have to be aware of what we're doing, how we're engaging people, not just in one conversation. You know, I'm going to speak to you. I've been talking to you for a few minutes now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then I'm going to leave our conversation and go speak to another person. And by the time, by the end of the day, I'm going to engage 10 or 15 different people. Uh, actually, I've got a salesman today. I'm going to engage 50 people today. And it, I have to make sure that every one of those engagements are done in the type one way. Good values, good performance. And we all do, right? I mean, it's not just good enough to do it good with one person or to have a good conversation and treat people with respect 
with one person. We have to do that with everyone that we engage. That's right. Uh, and I, and I, I think that's lost on some people like, oh, I've had a great day because I had a good conversation with this person. But did you carry that along the way with with everybody that you engaged? And, and it's, uh, you know, it's not good enough to have uh, a 70 percent good day. We need to work on having a 100 percent good day where everyone's engaged and uh, and we're treating people the same and with, you know, consistency mm-hmm. and with appreciation and recognition and encouragement. So later in this chapter, just at the tail end of it, um, I wanted to see what, what your viewpoint is um, and your approach. But it talks about uh, if you do feel like this person, if this is if this is you, maybe you're the you're the problem or maybe it's just um, it's the issue is is you and you don't know why it talks about, hey, maybe you should have that conversation with your boss, with your plant manager, with your. So talk to me about how that would how that would go what would you advise somebody that does feel like really honestly wants feedback um what would what would you say to that i think person? you have a candid conversation with people uh, <clears throat> it's picking your time too like right if, if you know i've been married for 13 years okay? <laughs> yes <laughs> so i'm not gonna go if i know my wife's in a bad mood i'm not gonna tell her something that's gonna put her in a worse mood i'm gonna wait until she's in a really great mood and then Tell her, hey, you know, I might have some bad news. So it's all about picking the time. And I think a lot of people don't use common sense as it relates to that. If you're going to go have a really important conversation, let's say you're an operator. You're talking to your plant manager. If you're having a really important conversation at 9 o'clock in the morning when he's 45 minutes in the red and the phone's ringing off the hook, he's not going to – no one's going to engage you. They're going to tell you, you know, hey, we're not – I don't have time to talk. But if you wait until you you know you get washed out and everybody's gone and you want to have a good conversation with someone, then that that it's picking the right time. So that's number one. Number two is you should have those conversations. If you feel like for any reason that you're being mistreated or you feel like it's not fair or you feel like maybe you've done something wrong and you need to fix your you know you need to fix your performance, go to your direct report. Tell them what can I do to fix my performance. What am I doing wrong? What do you see that I'm doing wrong? Have candid conversations. I think that's critically important. And then if you're not getting engaged properly or you're not getting good feedback or then, you know, speak to your GM. Speak to your GM. If you, if, you, if a GM is not uh, giving you good candid feedback, then, you know, speak to the division president, you know, and, and just start have conversations about uh, what you want to do and what you can do to get better. And also through that process, don't get defensive. That's right. You know, you can't be defensive. You, you got to listen to what people, if you ask for candid feedback and you get it, don't be upset about it, you know, get it. And then, and try to work on those things. Mm-hmm. I don't care what position you're in, you get candid feedback and your ability to take that information and get better will, will be either your uh, uh, detriment or your, uh, or your ability to be lifted up to, to new roles and new opportunities. People that have been promoted are people that have uh, taken all the bad uh, bad news they've gotten, uh, candid feedback they've gotten, and turned it into good, mm-hmm. you know, and through self-reflection. So, you know, I think it's all those things, but having good conversations with people, what's what's the harm in that? That's right. I don't see any harm in that, for That's sure. Right. Awesome. All right, Jeff. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. Uh, so I think the overall is uh, self-reflection and, uh, yeah, and, and ask for feedback. I like it. All right. Have a wonderful week and good luck on your podcast next week. Thanks, guys. Okay. Appreciate it.